Hey, welcome to the pod. You're here with me and Serena, my healer. We are <laughs> just talking about spiritual awakenings and kind of, I guess, really getting to the nitty gritty about it because we were talking about it last night and we were talking about really what a spiritual awakening is at the core of it. And I am, and then Serena was telling me that like all of the books and all of the material out there in the world to describe a spiritual awakening is always the kind of like more like the end part of it, not the end, but like the big sparkly, amazing moment of like connecting with, you know, other realms and your higher self and whatever it is for the person. But it's always like this big, amazing cosmic situation. And it's like, I think a lot of people want that part and they expect that part to come in for them, but don't actually know all of what it takes to get there and the foundations of what a spiritual awakening really is. And we were talking about it last night and then we were like, oh my God, we need to talk about this on the potty like immediately. <laughs> and then now we're at um, my place doing it 24 hours later. <laughs> so beautiful. Yeah. I was saying to Esther last night, like everything that you read in a book, it's always coming from hindsight where they have gone through everything that has been leading up to that big pivotal moment in their life. And all you hear about is that big pivotal moment and like, boom, yes, I'm spiritual. I'm fully awakened. But there's so much that goes on leading up to that, that it's like, that's the juicy bit that we want to talk about and share with you today. So then people don't feel like, where's my pivotal moment? It's not coming. It's not coming. Like, where is it? And I was actually saying to Esther before, I was like, I had so many of those and I ignored them. Yeah. I absolutely was like, fuck, that was one, that was one. But I was just like, no, no, I'm going to decline you. Thanks, but no. Yeah. Um, I was talking to Serena just before as well about a similar thing, how I always thought, like I just wasn't really spiritual ever. And then throughout life, like if I look back, there were all these moments where I'd gone through something hard and kind of lent on something and then had this like sudden strength and ability to get through the thing, learn the lesson, like evolve from it, come out the other side stronger, that kind of thing. And like when I look back on that, like, you know, one of the things was somehow somewhere on the line, someone recommended The Power Is Now, like that book by Eckhart Tolle or whatever which I think is such a classic like beginning into this realm for people, but I didn't even like consider it. This was back when I was like 21 or something. And I read like the first half of that book and then just was like, oh, boring, whatever. But the thing I got from it was this ability to know that like my thoughts and emotions were different and like my, that inner dialogue in your head isn't just the be all and end all, that kind of thing. And I was like, oh, wow. And so that was like, you know, one of the little things that happened and then, you know, more crazy shit would happen in the world. And then I would learn and grow. And I guess all of those little moments were part of the spiritual awakening or like um, little upgrades of their own because I was we were talking about this last night so I've had like a really big spiritual awakening lately and it's been it's the result of it's the result of what I was doing so like I wasn't looking for a spiritual awakening I wasn't looking for some kind of upgrade I wasn't looking for some kind of new connection or anything like that. What I was doing was I had actively decided to take my life into my own hands, to uncover every part of myself that I could and look at 
all of my shadow, look at all of the depth of me and hold it with love to recognize myself, to fully just step into my own shoes as much as I could. And I was seeking it out. I was manifesting it. I was calling it in. I went to hypnotherapy and everything to uncover like the bits that I couldn't remember on my own. And all of that was just so I could move through the world more consciously. So I would, I I just knew I was like, there's got to be things that are holding me back in life that I'm just unconscious of because I, you know, have some trauma built up about it and I'm just, you know, using it as a comfort thing or something like that. I was like, I want to uncover all of that stuff so I can be conscious of my life and turn it into something absolutely magnificent. And then I was just on this like self-discovery journey because I wanted to be on that. I wanted to sit with the pain. I wanted to sit with the heartache and all of that and hold myself and nurse myself. I was letting my identity just fall away from me. Everything I held as a part of who I was, I just had to let go of and walk away from and just trust that whatever was meant to be with me would remain. And anything that was not meant to be, I just let it go. And it, it, would, it left and, and made room for what is more aligned. And all of that was just, I guess, it was time, you know, like time for me to really buckle into the rest. Like I've been developing as a person for a long time anyway. And for years and years and years and years going through things, learning lessons, being like, all right, I picked myself up before I can do it again, that kind of thing. But this, this year I was like, this is a very conscious, conscious effort and I'm taking it on myself. Like I'm not waiting for the universe to like throw me into this situation again. I'm looking for it myself. You know what I mean? And then because I went into such depth of myself and came to a place of such acceptance and love for myself and understanding of myself and others, then it was like time. I just kind of went into this spiritual awakening and you know, Serena came into my path and helped me along my way and helped unlock like the last few things. And there will be more eventually, but it's not a thing that I'm trying to call in. It's not a thing that I'm like chasing or looking for or hoping will happen because it's just been a result of, it's just like, you know, when you bake muffins and then you pull them out of the oven and they're no longer some splodgy little fucking plop in, in a pan that is like, it's this whole muffin all of a sudden, it's a transformed version of the goop that you put in there originally. Like that's just the cooked muffin was just the end result. I am now a cooked muffin. Anyway, I'm going to pass the microphone over to Serena because I was talking for a hundred years. That was so beautiful. I was so like, like transformed in your story. I was like, oh. <laughs> but I always say that like a spiritual awakening is in essence, like a remembering of who you are and why you came here. So do you think that you are starting to more like uncover like and remember who you are and that's why it's all yes. started coming coming about for you and it's like unfolding so easily because the more that you remember you, the more it's just starting to unfold so rapidly, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, um, yeah, because and – the thing is, like, if I hadn't uncovered, so it's like when I was going through all of that other sort of dense human stuff, working through my own shit, I was just kind of digging through that, digging through that, digging through that. And now that I've like kind of filed all of that into where it needs to be, it's still with me. I just know where it is now. You know what I mean? And now there's this like kind of clear pathway so that then I can actually see what I came here for. And that remembrance can actually come through. And 
when I've had like that session with you, that third session there, and also the session at the women's gathering that you put together, not the session, but like that whole like awakening thing there. And then the time with Kaja as well. I had this feeling of like, oh, oh my God, of course, like totally. That's right. I actually came here to do this whole mission and forgot about it for a second. I felt almost like bad, not like earth bad, like not like "Mm, I didn't realize and how stupid of me, not at all like that. It was more like, oh guys, like, I'm so sorry. Like to my galactic kind of family situation of just like, fuck, like, oh my God, I can't believe I just had forgotten all this. And I felt like I just had mud in front of my eyes this whole time. And then going through all that internal work, I'd like cleared the mud away. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, okay, cool. I can see it now. (laughs) It was just there this whole time. It's so amazing. Do you remember? So one time I was giving Esther a treatment and it was to revive your galactic oh, yeah. being in so it was to <laughs> it was to revive Esther's galactic being that lives inside you. So wasn't it like an external guide that we normally have? It was like because you came down to earth as a galactic being in a human body rather than and because that's your soul. And because a lot of us might have like an angelic soul or like fairy kind of essence, you're like a full-on galactic being. And I channeled through, I like... Go, boop me <laughs> <laughs> yes, boop me. <laughs> and I channeled through your master guide. And he was so scary. And, like, <laughs> the intensity, he, like, fully grilled Esther. Like, why have you taken so long? And, like, why are you here? And, like, and I feel like... I feel like when they want us to channel them now. Now? Now. Okay. Okay. I can do this. Yeah, I was like, you okay. do that. <laughs> I was just staring into your eyes. Because, like, I have been, like, like, pulling these cards out of this deck and this B-still one keeps coming up and it's, like, the third time I'm like, okay, I think I'm getting the hint. They're telling me to be still because... Before, like, since I've been here at your house, they're like, we're going to channel through you. And I was like, I don't know, I don't know. maybe. <laughs> maybe I'll see if I like it. <laughs> no, I have no. Okay, I'm going to get you to hold that one. Okay, I was just checking okay. everything's still recording. Okay, all right. Let's, I've got to get into my zone. So you, I think you will have to ask me a question and then I'll answer. Okay, hang on. Let me think of something. So maybe we should tell people that these are our galactic guides. If you're in the car listening or whatever and there's like silences, it's just because Serena is channeling. So just give it a minute. Esther? Mm. Why did you come to Earth? To wake it up and shake it up and get it back on course. Your divine presence has come to Earth.
to allow a higher energetic vibration ripple through from the galaxy, from the stars above, and make it attainable here on Earth so that the human being can obtain this essence from the galaxy, from the higher realms, in an easy and accessible way. You're here to transform, enlighten people and help them transcend beyond where they physically feel they are capable because they are capable of so much more. They need to see the expansion the expansiveness of the universe is so large. The expansiveness of love as an energetic frequency is so great. It just keeps expanding and expanding. And when the people of Earth can feel that and live in love, they will have more understanding of how connected we can be and how easy life can be, how beautiful and seamless it will be. That life can just run in love and not fear, not this hate, not with money, not with fear, not running out of fear, just love and not running under major figureheads, just all peace. Do you have a question, Esther? I feel like all of the power that people want in the world, all the power that everyone craves comes from this desire to be safe, seen, heard, respected, acknowledged, all of that. And if everyone just enters their heart frequency, they will have all of that and all of the power they need. They will have more power than they can possibly imagine and it will come from such a great place And it will go to such a great place and it will be shared among everybody and everyone will have all of their needs met. And the thing is, like, that power that they are chasing, that a lot of people do have, they're using it in such a bad way. It's not a heart-led power. It's a really dense, toxic kind of power. And it's not... It's just something that we really need to move away from because if we move into the love side of power, that loving frequency, everybody will have that because everybody does have it. We all possess it, right? Yes. And 
I don't, that's not a question, but that's just what was flying through my head when you asked me. So, Yes, just come back to the frequency of love and everyone just come into the space of love. And life is easy, life is lovely. Do you have a question about spiritual awakening? Because people need help. People are scared. People are afraid. People are just are ready to open up, but they're not sure. They're scared. They're scared to start. Mm. What would you say is, what's the first thing that people need to start doing, whether they're spiritual or not, whether they're looking for a spiritual awakening or not? Like what's, what do they need to just what's what's a feeling they need to follow or what's a step they need to take they need to connect in with their heart because when they connect in with their heart then they'll find peace and love and joy and they can find themselves in their heart not their conditioned human heart of what they feel like a heart should feel like their true essence heart how do they get into that how do they how do they access that true essence heart space they need to clear the pain that the human life has caused and put their true essence heart into a box and then they've been living in a superficial heart, a superficial human heart, they need to clear all the pain out of that to be able to unlock their true heart essence. Yeah. What do you think the coming year looks like energetically for people? What do you think people are going to be feeling at the moment and soon an unraveling a discourse in humankind because many people will start to shift and awaken but it will also awaken the fear that lives on earth as well so there will be a discourse between the fear and the light and love. Mm-hmm. And there will be more of a divide. But the more people that choose the love and the light will bring the planet more happiness than the fear. But the fear is very strong. It's very dense it's very controlling and it's the it's like a rebellious act for people to choose the light and fear and that's what it's going to feel like mm. because the fear feels like it's going to try and take over and be more controlling and withholding of people and it will feel like 
like dirt has been placed on top of a lot of people but if you choose the light you will be able to grow like as a flower outside through the dirt and blossom out and not be like smothered when you say choose the light how would you describe that to people who might be wondering what that means it means choose what you know is right for you it means choose happiness and choose joy and choose that really happy feeling inside of the world is a good place and don't be tainted by the dark fear like choose the little tiny sparkle that you can see in the cloud of fear. What do you think is, or how would you describe what it feels like to be in a frequency of love for people to kind of look for or follow? You'll feel at ease. You'll feel at home in yourself. You'll feel in love with life and everything will be a simple pleasure and enjoyment of life. Yeah. Even the heart aches, you'll be able to feel love through them. You came to earth to feel the earth experiences so you can feel them but don't let them try to pull you into a fear that keeps you locked into the earth experiences. You're meant to experience it and then move on. You don't need to live in the earth experience forever in the same earth experience. Mm. Do you think that every human on earth chose to come down and like learn whatever lessons they were going to learn? Is that the case for everybody? Is it what are your thoughts on that? I think not everybody will learn their lesson. They don't want to. They don't need to. But there are many that have chosen to come down at this time on earth to raise the higher consciousness, to raise the level of consciousness on earth. There was a big movement in the higher universes and in the higher realms and a lot of souls chose that this time on earth, at this particular time, or many years ago, to, to, to start the process to be able to remember now. And that's why so many people are having unravelings and awakenings because they're remembering why they chose this they chose it they 
chose to come to elevate earth and humankind. Human bones feel funny. They do. Is there a is there a message that um, any the visual I'm getting right now is like a spe- not a specific group, but sp- star seeds that are being called to begin their transformation of their shedding, I guess, of their lower frequencies and start um, tapping into higher frequencies. Is there anything that you think they need to know? Everything they need to know, they know. They need to remember their knowing. They need to uncover the earth pains that are blocking their knowings. Yeah. It's like earth has put so much dirt on top of them that they can't breathe, they can't see themselves, they can't remember themselves. They need to clear the earth pain. I also think they need to really um, follow what feels good. I'm going now. Okay, bye. Bye. Oh, hey. (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) That was nice. I was in such a trance. I was like, I had my eyes closed like most of the time just on this cloud with you. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Or with them, whatever. (laughs) I need. (laughs) Holy shit. They were. Oh, I think they were being really nice. So nice, so intense. That felt so intense for me. In the best way. Oh, all these cards just fell down. In the best way possible. And, like, I could feel my own human body, like, in a way, like, holding them, but also, like, I felt really, really safe and was just like, yeah, okay. Got this. I got this. Cool. Like really cool. Cool. Yeah. So did you get any cool messages? Yeah, I did. We were, I'm glad we were recording it. <laughs> I don't remember anything. <laughs> to be totally honest, I don't remember much of that either. Um, I remember what you were saying when you were saying it. And I was like, yeah, that's so good. That's so true. And then I would just like the next question, because I was putting myself in the shoes of like what people might want to know. And I kept like seeing the being that was in you too. And I was like asking them and I had this feeling inside me of like, okay, cool. Like they're here. Like what, what do I want to know? What do I want to know? What do other people want to know? And every time I asked a question, you'd answer it. And I was like, oh, that's so true. And then gone, like out of my brain. Gone. Yeah. And I felt like I was on a plane that you, Serena, were on, just taking the fucking back seat for a minute. I was like, mm. <laughs> Yeah. Bye. <laughs> and honestly, like when I channel, like, I don't know, like at the start, like I could feel my hands moving and it was just nonstop. And I, the only thing I remember, it's like, because I just kept playing with my knuckles a lot. And then they were like, human bones feel funny. <laughs> and I was like, I know, mate, you're squeezing my bones. <laughs> 
when you said that, not a single part of me was like, that's weird. You were like, human bones feel funny. I was like, yeah, they do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like thinking, you're squeezing my bones, but like I couldn't say it. Um, but also at the same time as I was channeling, I was like, I feel like this is kind of like a normal, a normal, I felt normal. Yeah, because you channel all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is normal for you. <laughs> I just forgot. Oh, yeah. I this is literally a nine to five, guys. normally channel outside of work so then when I talk I'm like whoa I'm at your house and I'm doing it like how crazy it's so funny. <laughs> I just do it for a job oh my god I want to try can I try yes oh my god yes please I have this like urge to try something okay but make sure that you're safe and you're protected okay so like just ask <laughs> like, them <laughs> no but like you have to put your boundaries in place and be like I'm only going to channel through the frequency of love and above because we don't want any nasty goobers coming through. We don't want any nasty goobers. God. Okay, just give me a minute. I'm just going to go quiet for a minute, so sorry, bye. That's okay. Okay, I'm going to verbalize this. When I'm getting into a channeling zone, so half the time it just happens automatically and I don't actually try and I'm just suddenly like I get to the end of saying something and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I was channeling, whoa. Um, usually that happens when I'm like already talking. And so then to intentionally get into that space, because I am new at this stuff, I have like a little an innate process. Like it just happened. I just found it. It just works for me. I didn't learn it anywhere. I just started doing it. But basically I'll tap into the same kind of frequency I do when I'm doing Reiki on someone. And I found that using my rocks, I'm suddenly really drawn to crystals because I can get into that frequency very quickly when I tap into the frequency of the crystal or whatever. So I am literally sitting here with a giant fucking blue calcite crystal in my hands. I'm going to hover my hands over it for a while and just like breathe and do this kind of breathing where I'm pulling my spinal fluid up into my pineal gland situation to like flex that. And I'm just sort of hoping in, in that somewhere. It comes through. But can you ask me questions? I'm better in response. I'm a manager and I need to respond. Okay, you want me to ask you a question? Are you, Maybe. Like, why are you, I thought you were getting into it. I will get into it. Yeah. But I will ask you questions. You, thank you. Yeah. Okay, great. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, I might talk about how I get into it. A good idea. Okay. So, well, for me, it's pretty instant now. But when I first started, I definitely did like a lot of affirmation work just to make sure that no creepies were coming in. So I'd always say, I'm here to be of service and I'm here to channel like in the light of love, in the frequency of love and above. I would love to hear from you. I'd love to receive guidance. I'd love to hear your wisdom. I'm here to be a conduit for you. I'm an open channel for you to come through. And so I would just do little things like that. But now I'm like, hey, guys, get in. Here we go. Let's go. But if you're going to do it, make sure that you learn the right tools for you from a practitioner who is qualified and has that understanding of how to do it because you don't want to channel through 
things that are so scary for you and then you're not sure how to get them out of your space because sometimes if you turn off the radio, it can get stuck and that's not cute. Okay, so I think Esther, she's here now, so what shall we ask her? Esther, what is the state that the planet is in right now, like energetically? There's a big rip, tear, divide, whatever you want to call it, separation. There's a lot of force coming through from the angles of light and dark a lot of power from both directions pushing against each other almost equally not quite though and what should people on earth be doing about this huge divide they should be more aware of it they should recognize if they are one of the contributors to light or dark. They should, if they find that they are contributing to the dark vibrations, the lower energies, the negativity, that kind of thing, they need to do the work to recognize in themselves what is causing them to do that and then actively pull themselves out of that state and just make a conscious effort. Everybody can do that. Then if they are contributing to the light, good on you. Good. Very good. Keep it up. And in those times when you feel like it's absolutely futile, keep it up. That's exactly when you need to have even more love and light come through in the times when it feels the most bleak and useless. Okay, so, but I want to ask about the people that are contributing to the darkness. They are people who might not be knowing that they do that and they're so stuck in it. Like they might feel ill, like they might have, they might have been really pained by earth and like everything that's happened to them and they're really stuck in it. And it's not as easy as, oh, they need to actively pull themselves out of it. They just, they don't even might not even know that they're there. How can we help them? We can give each other permission to be more honest. I think that there are a lot of scenarios in everyone's day-to-day life where they are observing someone else that they know or love or work with or whatever. And they are keeping their mouth closed when maybe they're seeing undesirable behavior from someone else. They are seeing this person repeat negativity again and again. They are seeing them repeat the same bad cycles again and again. They are seeing them make choices that are detrimental to their health and well-being and others. They're seeing them act out of anger, jealousy, fear, And they aren't saying anything because they have been socialized to 
keep the peace to not cause any rifts and divides, which is funny because that's essentially what's allowing such a big riff and divide. There is not enough communication, there's not enough honesty, and there's not enough direct truth. Everybody needs to speak up more. And no one feels, not no one, but people don't feel safe enough to speak up because they they fear that they're going to be uh, cast out, rejected, yelled at. They f- have all kinds of fear. So if everyone says, even if they don't think there's anything wrong with them, even if they're like, oh, I'm doing great, tell the people in your life that it is okay for them to call you out when you're doing something shitty, to bring it to your attention when you are doing something that's just low vibing, when you're saying something that you're not maybe very conscious of that's not great, when you're in a cycle that you keep repeating, you keep reliving the same experience again and again, you haven't learned a lesson. When you're in these states and you tell people that they can speak up, they will because they'll take it on as a part of the relationship. Okay, this person expects this of me. And they will speak up. And then you will have it brought to your attention, whether you like it or not. And you will have the opportunity then to work on that and bring your vibration up. It's not always pleasant to hear the things that you need to work at. But it's also not very pleasant to see the sides of yourself that you need to work on the most. And those are the ones that you need to become the most familiar with. And eventually you learn that it's not unpleasant at all. That part of you has always been there. That lesson has been waiting under the surface for you to realize. That thing that you have to work through has been just just below the surface and all it took was some light to be shone there and you realize that it's nothing to be scared of, nothing to run from, nothing to hide from. And you can hold it and you can grow. Thank you. So are you saying that we need to keep each other accountable for our actions and what that's bringing into the world, like what our actions are doing? Yeah, we are all mirrors for each other. We are, we are brought into each other's lives to show strength in each other to show the weaknesses, to show the shadows, to show the things that we need to work on, different people for different reasons, different journeys, different times, different seasons, all of that. But we need to illuminate for each other more because we are all just different versions of each other. I am you, you are me. We are all one. It's like... When you see someone struggling you are struggling help them when you see someone walking into a brick wall again and again and again not learning you are doing that when you are allowing them to do it illuminate it for them show them the wall they're walking into show them that they can turn around and walk another direction we are in this together we need to speak our truth and stop fearing the consequences of that. If you're speaking from the heart, from a place of 
an internal knowing. You're not reacting in the moment. You are just speaking from the heart. You can trust what you're saying and you can trust that that person needs to hear it. If you know you're not reacting in the moment and this is a thing that you've been thinking about for a while, tell them, tell the person. You will help them. We will help each other rise to the occasion by speaking our truth. So what can we do when we're going through, when people are going through the start of a spiritual awakening? What can they do to make it a bit easier for them or actually for them to see the signs that they are on the right track in their awakening? You will be shown um, the... The angels, guides, will communicate to you. They'll be very excited when you actually start paying attention. They are waiting. They're not bored. They're trying. They are waiting, though. They're waiting for everybody. And they are trying to get through. They are understanding when you're not receiving but when you start to take the guidance that you can feel internally when you start to action your internal compass you will realize how excited your team are your guides, your angels, you will feel it. You will feel their excitement. It will show up in synchronicities and in little everyday miracles. And you'll start to notice and feel so much gratitude and love. And the more you feel that, the more they reciprocate and show you more guidance. It becomes almost as easy as turning a tap on eventually. Um, But initially, you have this compass inside you. It's, think of it as a part of the moon and the tide and the water and your heart and it's, it's all angling towards love. It's angling towards what you want to do, what you're drawn to do. It's angling towards being in a place of true comfort for you, whether it's indoors, outdoors, in nature alone in a crowd of people you love wherever true happiness is for you it's pointing in that direction and you're ignoring it because life is telling you that you're too busy and you have to keep going to survive or to have the things you want or to go on the trips that all the people on instagram are going on and you you feel this desire to have what everyone else has and it's all just very at the end of the day low vibing human dense stuff it's not very important but you think it is and you need to listen to your compass because your compass is actually pointing you towards the thing that will set you free and when you do when you listen to it and it's 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 so rewarding taking those steps and you will notice you will notice you will feel it in your bones in your blood you will see it happening around you you will start to realize how very 
excited the universe is to help lead you the rest of the way. You just need to start listening to yourself. It's inside you. And so how do people start listening to themselves? In everyday little little ways. Listen to your body. First, you need to remove excess stress from your life. Uh, start saying no when you want to say no. Start saying yes when you want to say yes. Literally start there. Start by responding to invitations from friends and family with your true answer. If you don't have the capacity, don't go. If you want to do something and you're afraid to give it a try, do it. If you feel a pull to try a different direction in life, follow it. If you feel like you want to start eating more fresh food, listen to that feeling. Start doing that. It is as simple as actioning what your body is asking you to do. It's like when you need to pee and you go to the toilet. It's as simple as that. It's as immediate as that. Start listening to your body and responding to it. And you will, you will start to learn its language. You will speak to your body like it is its, its own entity. Your body is the strongest compass there is. It's so aware of so much more than you are. <laughs> Thank you. Do you have any other messages for us just generally about what we should be doing in the next year? Yes. Start identifying the difference between your emotions and your feelings. Your emotions are more of a chemical reaction in your brain. It's more of a dense human reaction to a series of events that cause chemicals to be released. Your feelings are more of an energetic frequency, body communication, language. Your feelings will guide you. They are to be trusted. Your emotions are to be observed. I think a lot of humans are walking around trusting their emotions. Very reactive. Bombs going off. One's ticking off another. Just boom, 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 boom. Everyone's mad and reactive. And they think that their emotions are gospel. They think... They think what they feel is real. It's... It's a mere chemical reaction. And... They're actually missing out on the, the feeling. They're not even really aware of the body feeling that they're having. Their body's trying to communicate something that it's stored there for a long time, maybe. Or maybe it just wants a feeling of security and safety, but it's not getting that. And everyone's sending mixed signals out. Their wires are all crossed. Untangle your wires. Untangle your wires. 
identify and observe, observe yourself, observe your feelings, observe your actions, observe yourself, put yourself under a microscope. Don't judge yourself, don't limit yourself. Love yourself in all of your forms, even if you think that you are a piece of shit, I don't care. Love yourself. No one else will love you as much as you need to love yourself. And when you can do that, when you can love yourself in all of your forms, you can identify all of your parts of yourself and you can view yourself as if you're watching a movie, you will have all the love that you need and then you will realize that you're on a frequency with others who have the same capacity for love that you do and you'll feel it you'll feel it flowing through you you'll feel the love flowing in and out going through them and back through you you'll feel the connectedness you will feel the oneness of of what we all actually are that's all thank you so much love you Hi, Esther. You're back. Where'd you go? Just to me. I just, I go up. I skip up above this reality where, you say, like, your eye plane is here. Let's just say you cut your visual plane in half and the human realm is just here in the lower half. And then just at the top of my sight, my view or whatever, if I lift my eyeballs up a bit it's almost like I just skip into this 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 dimension that's just there and I can essentially it's like I swap seats with my higher self it's like I go up there with them and it's kind of like they're still there with me and also they're here and I'm there and I'm watching here from up there yeah, awesome. So do you think that was your higher self in guidance form talking through your human body or was it like an actual being? I think that was my higher self. Yeah, it sounded like you. Yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so amazing. Like all the – I can't actually remember it. <laughs> Me either, right? When you were talking, I feel like I was just like another, another plane. I well. was so like – I just remember I was like gold nugget. Gold nugget. That was so fucking good. That was so juicy. Yes, yes. That's so funny. Because, like, we unlock all this stuff in each other all the time when we're talking anyway. So it's like we, at one point or another, we'll get this information from each other regardless. But it's like before we recorded, we went, we knew. We knew that we had shit that needed to be heard by people. Because this episode is going to be found by the exact people that need to hear it. And it's going to plant a seed in them it's going to awaken something in them it's going to shake something up in them i think it's going to activate permission in them to start to start looking at themselves and go more internal to like remember and see themselves and actually see the people around them and see the people who are mirrors for them Mm that are holding them accountable and they can actually see that and be so grateful and then be accountable for themselves and then for other people as well. I think it's going to just allow people to to just come to an understanding of it's okay. 
I'm okay mm. to go inwards. I'm okay to not run with these societal pressures and rules anymore. Yes. Oh, my God. Yes. It's crazy. It's like everyone's been... <laughs> it's like it's almost like there's just like some sick game played for just generation after generation, just making everyone think that we have to live a really specific way. Also, keep in mind that, I mean, I just feel like there's... The Western countries have just such a different way of living to a lot of other cultures and societies. And I'm not saying that in a good way. I'm saying that we are extremely limited and um, boxed and restricted in. uh, And it's like, it's like, it's like everyone in the, in the Western countries just think this is the be all and end all. They think it's, this is the right way. It's like some kind of fucking traditional right to live this way. And it's like, Oh my God, we have it so backwards. We're fucking cooked cunts. This is, (laughs) sorry but like the way that we raise our families generation after generation to think that we need to follow a strict set of social rules and and value money over connection and value um, possessions and status over you know someone's soul and we just place value in all of the wrong places yeah instead of valuing their health so in ancient times in china a chinese medicine doctor would not be paid if the family got sick if if like a client got sick then they wouldn't pay the doctor because the doctor was there to to prevent illness so chinese medicine was always seen as like we're going to keep your body healthy and prevent illness occurring and now we just look at like, okay, we'll just put a band aid on top of it if someone gets sick. Huh. That's a fucking metaphor for life in general. It's like when someone's having a really shit time and they're f- depressed and they are ready to give up because they just can't see a way out. They can't manage to pay the bills. They can't keep their family afloat. They can't have enough time to slow down and life is just eating them alive and taking absolutely all of their soul with no fucking mercy. And then someone just tells them to get on antidepressants. Like, that'll fix it. Take this pill. You'll be able to handle that shitty situation you're in a little bit longer rather than realizing that's just a band-aid as fuck. And the problem is their entire life needs to change. (laughs) But like, people are so scared to encourage someone to do that too. It's like so scary to be the one to say like, hey, change everything, leave him, leave that job, leave her, leave fucking whatever the fuck it is that's killing you, walk out, go bankrupt if you have to. I don't fucking, like whatever it is that you want to do to change your life, it's so, it's terrifying to be the one to say to someone like, hey, I really think that you need to do X, Y, Z or like get out of that situation or just give someone the permission to think outside the box for a minute because, you know, you don't want to be the one in case it all fucking blows up in their face or whatever. And they go, Oh, you told me to do this. And it's like, no, let's all just take responsibility into our own hands and know that if I, if someone says to me, I think that you should stop doing X, Y, Z because it's killing you or start doing X, Y, Z so that you can start living a bit better. And I do that massive shift in life and it doesn't work out the way I planned. Maybe it worked out the way I needed it to work out. Maybe the universe did it like, yay, that person's taking the step. Sweet. Finally, they took the step. 
the universe is going to like push them in the direction they need to go in. And because people are control freaks and everyone likes to control their path, the whole situation, they might freak out and be like, this isn't what I expected. And this isn't what I wanted. And it's really hard and scary. And la, 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 this is all your fault or whatever. It's like, no, take responsibility for your own situation and just trust that even if it's fucked right now, even if it's fucking hard, this is the thing that you need to go through. This is a lesson you're learning for one reason or another. This is the shitty road through, but you will come out the other side if you take the step. Yeah, I think society as a whole, we're all just in search of the pursuit of happiness, but what it is what the issue is, is what we actually think happiness is, isn't real to us. It's what society has determined, predetermined for us, which is buying this, buying that. You need this like beautiful, crazy handbag that's like $4,000 and then that will make you happy and then that will make you feel good. Like if you get this huge paying job and you earn lots of money and then you can have this, 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 this. But it's just so materialistic and we just have to come back to the basics of like, oh, what actually does make me happy? Looking outside and seeing the sun. Mm. Yay, that's what makes me happy. And doing more of that, doing that every day is such a beautiful accomplishment in itself. Yeah. And if people are so consumed in with like depression and they can do that one beautiful thing a day that can be so powerful Mm, gratitude yeah gratitude when you are in a pit of depression will be one of the main things that pulls you out apart from obviously changing whatever it is in the situation physically but mentally to give yourself the strength to go forth and change the the physical thing that needs to change gratitude is it's like a lifeboat, a life raft, whatever. And it can be as simple as being grateful for the sunny day, being grateful for the birds that you can hear outside, being grateful for that one friend that talks to you really nicely and always appreciates you, being grateful for the 10 people who liked your TikTok video, like fucking whatever it is, whatever you can find to be grateful for, feel the gratitude for it. Just sit with it for a minute. Even if you can't feel much good at the time, even if you feel like you're in such a dense, low vibrational place, just sit with that one thing, whatever it like, say, let's, let's just say, for example, it's the birds. You feel really grateful being able to hear birds at your window. Sit with that for a minute, like listen to them, literally smile, trick your brain into thinking that you're happier by smiling, force it, (laughs) force a fucking smile on your face (laughs) and listen to the birds for a minute and literally verbalize to yourself. I'm so grateful for being able to hear this. It will help. It'll help. It'll become a practice and it will, it will help. Do I have bad breath? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just taste all that energy channeled. I nearly spat the water out my nose. <laughs> yeah, I feel like... This would be a lot for people to hear all in one. It's <laughs> so, fine. It's fine. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. If you're done, we can end it, but they'll also be fine. Don't worry about them. Okay. But yeah, I feel like... Okay. One little tasty nugget 
for people to go home with in regards to like their spiritual awakening after all those channeled messages that we don't remember is to try and come back to just you and your heart space, which is like the center of you in like such a grounded way. So put your feet on the earth, take a deep breath and just and have a mantra of I am me. And that is enough. I am me and that's enough. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I am me and I am enough. Yes. And that is plenty to do every day. Mm. And that is really going to help along your spiritual awakening journey. Yeah, it really will. Mm. I feel like there's something else at the very edge of my brain. Mm. It needs to come out. Keep seeing my friend Chantel. Why am I seeing her? Interesting. No, I don't know. But, well, maybe this is it. I just kept getting a visual of my friend Chantel and her feet in the grass, and then I was getting a visual of people as trees. So, and then what you were saying about grounding. Um, Maybe, I don't know, if you fucking hate nature, maybe this isn't for you, but give it a crack, babe, like... Be out, maybe go be outside a little bit more at the moment. Get in the ocean a bit more. If you don't have an ocean, just stand your feet in a local waterway that's safe and clean, a natural body of water if you can. Um, if you have access to an ice bath, maybe like get, yeah, get outside, get your feet in the earth. Start to try and tune your mind and body into the frequency of the earth a little bit more. Um, and if your mind is so busy, that's okay. Just like listen to the environment around you. Listen. If it's a windy day, listen to the wind. Listen to the birds. Listen to the water if it's moving, if it's lapping up on a rock. Just tune into nature a little bit more for five minutes in a day, especially if you're feeling rattled, especially if you're feeling outside of yourself. That's about it. I don't know. I was just expanding on your grounding thing, I think. <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. And I love you. I love you too. Okay, bye. Bye. Love you, bye.